Welcome to Abby Normal Brains, a feel-good podcast following two-time childhood cancer and brain tumor survivor, Abby. I'm your host and their survivor, Abby. I'm joined by my mom, artist and caregiver, Jill. Together, we'll try to uplift your day while bringing you more information on the world of childhood cancer. Breaking news, Ellen Miller from Smashing Walnuts is back in Congress today asking government for more funds for childhood cancer research. She previously had efforts three years ago with the Gabriella Miller Kids First Act in memorial of her daughter and had obtained $126 million over 10 years time towards research grants and money towards childhood cancer. Today, she is asking Congress for $320 million in vital research funds. And these funds will actually come from unused federal funds. They won't raise your taxes or anything. But this is the kind of boots on the grounds that we need to get more for our kids. We definitely need more research in childhood cancer. I'm excited she's doing this today. On today's show, we will discuss why Mondays suck and the ever-dreaded C-word. We will also have jokes and your weekly tarot. Now here's the show. Mondays. Am I right, Abby? Definitely. I have a love-hate relationship with Mondays. There's two ways to look at it. And so I think in the spirit of the way I like to tell things, like, I have good news and bad news. Well, tell me the bad news before the good news, because it's like, get out the negative so then you can end on a high note. It's kind of my philosophy. So reasons why Mondays suck. I mean, they just suck, don't they? They do. You just feel a slump, like you're like, oh, that day, like after the weekend and after relaxing and then like it started the whole week again. It's just like, <sighs> yep, it's your first chance to get back on that schedule again and relaxing and you're like, oh, that and is it just me or does it seem like things just never end up going completely right on Mondays? No matter how hard you try or no matter how positive you try to make it, it seems like something inevitably goes wrong and you have to make lemons out of lemonade or lemonade out of lemons. Exactly. Like it's usually every time, like, you know, it's going great or maybe all right. And then like all of a sudden a bomb drops and it's like, ugh. And I think like you feel extra wore down just because you are the type of creature, all of us are, but especially like people that have disabilities or things that go wrong with their brain thrive on schedules, thrive on consistency, thrive. And so like, Starting today, all the way through Friday, we have this routine that we do podcasts together at a certain time. We have this whole, and like, come Friday, I mean, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you didn't take a nap last week. You were totally pumped and ready to kick it, weren't you? Yeah, I totally felt good. Like, it was a nice schedule. I was feeling all pumped up, excited, happy, like I was ready. And I mean, we probably could have kept doing podcasts and stuff, except for one big giant factor. You have three siblings that have no idea what quiet on the set means. That's why we do these podcasts while they're at school. Exactly that. Yes. In fact, we got a long weekend coming up, so I think we're going to have a really hard time P-molesing back into a Tuesday, I believe it is, next week after Columbus Day. Yay. Yeah, I know. Aren't you thrilled? But until then, let's just keep talking about this Monday. <laughs> or Mondays. 
I also hate having appointments on Mondays because it seems like dreadful appointments are on Mondays for some reason. And I don't know why I have that feeling other than it just feels like if I have an appointment on Mondays, my stomach churns. Like that we're starting the beginning of the week with something that means we have all week to keep doing something or I don't know. It's probably a psychological thing. I know, like, whenever I have a hospital appointment on Monday and I see, like, on weekend, whenever I look at the calendar that's coming up and then it's finally that day, I'm like, oh, come on. I just don't want it. I want to be over already. No, I'm, yeah, I feel you on that. And maybe that's something the hospital did to us. Maybe we spent too many Mondays in the hospital that we knew that if we weren't out of there by Monday, then we were going to be there the whole rest of the week. (laughs) For some reason, I feel like that feels really relevant (laughs) that is probably the reason i mean honestly if we're being honest but i think everybody is generally in this rundown ugh mood on mondays and if they're like why are you making me do the things i'm supposed to do i don't want to anyway and i'm like my dude i don't feel like doing the things i'm supposed to anyway either but here i am having to do said things yeah that's for sure that's kind of how i feel about like mondays like When somebody gives me attitude, I'm like, you know, I could give you attitude right back. But honestly, we're all feeling it. So just put on a fake smile at the very least. I don't know. Stand in an ice bucket and chill. I like that one. I like that one. So I think on that note, we should flip this over to the positive aspects of Monday. Because, you know, I mean, since we chilled out on our bad attitude in our ice bucket over here. I think Mondays are kind of the way you should look at them as a way to refresh and restart. It's the beginning of a new week. It is your new chance to start over again. Now, granted, I have fallen into this trap where I've hung my hat on, like, say, a new diet or workout plan or a new goal. I would say, okay, I'm going to start on Monday. And then I'd live it up on the weekend. And then Monday comes and I'm like, I just don't feel like starting it today. Have you ever done that, Abby? Yes, I have. Like, sometimes I'm like, oh, this will be fun. I don't feel like starting today, but Monday, I'll definitely want to start it then. And then it gets Monday. Uh, no. So instead of hanging your hat on Monday, know that you can start anything on any day of the week. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. In fact, I found like Thursdays are quite empowering. It's like you're almost to the weekend off, but also you can own the rest of this week. Exactly. Like, I know at school or other days, you know, just here, too, I'm like, oh, my God, it's almost the weekend. I'm so excited. Like, Thursday is always a good day. It was always exciting. Like, we're getting close, people. We're getting close. Exactly. But also, Monday's your way to rest or day to restart. It's the first day of the week for most, like, schools or works. I mean, unless you have a rolling schedule. It's, you know, kind of that first day of the week that everybody references. So... Instead of going into it as, ugh, Monday sucks, I hate Monday, something bad's gonna happen, and then something bad happens, oh look, I was right, something bad was gonna happen on Monday. Well guess what, something bad will probably happen on Tuesday, and Wednesday, and Thursday. It's just, it hits you harder Monday because you're a little bit more sensitive about it. So instead of looking at it that way, why not be like... You know, Monday is a chance to restart this week. I'm going to attempt to try whatever routine or I'm going to go fall back into my routine or I'm going to try, try is the key word, to keep my momentum rolling or get my momentum started for the week. And if I mess up, I'm not going to get mad at myself. 
if something messes something around me messes up i'm not going to get mad at that if something changes i'm just going to roll with it and then we have tuesday that we can restart this all over again too and if it doesn't work for tuesday then guess what there's wednesday to restart you can always restart every day but monday if everybody wants to hang their hat on a monday then look at that as your your refresh but like i said don't hang your hat on a monday what do you think? I agree with that. Like, that is a good, inspiring words. I love that. And I just feel that is true. You should, you know, try to restart, refresh, you know, make a new schedule or try to do your schedule, but in a new way, a powerful way, like, you know, positive way. Absolutely that. And you know what? Not only that, not only the Monday thing of restart, but also know that in general, all of us are a little tender on Mondays because we've just had this whole weekend off and we want to go back to that place where we were, where we were having fun with our family, friends, the things we loved. And now we're being forced back into a scenario where we don't necessarily love it. But instead of being, uh, just be gentler, be gentler to yourself, be gentler to others. You know, know that it's a Monday and today's probably going to suck. So you know what? I think maybe tonight or this afternoon or whatever, I'm going to plan a movie day or I'm going to catch up on three episodes or two episodes on a show and count on having some downtime to make my Monday a day that I like. That is definitely a good point there. I would definitely love doing that. That is a, that is a solid thought. Exactly. Kind of like, you know, just talking about that for us personally, I told you that this is going to be our last podcast for today, our Monday, because, you know, I can tell you're getting run down. I am feeling the rundown too. Also, you know, I still want to work on some art stuff and I kind of busted my can this weekend, totally decorating our front yard. It looks pretty awesome. I'm thinking about maybe putting on like my favorite Halloween movie, The Shining, Or I may catch up with an episode of two or three of American Horror Story. I haven't decided which one yet, but I'm thinking about, since in the spirit of October, enjoying a couple of my favorite freaky things since it's all, you know, I wish TV was this way all year round because this is the best time of year to watch TV. Mm. Agreed with that. Like, I love all the shows that come on now, all the movies. Like, it's so fun and exciting. So for my Monday, I'm already counting on... I have, I have already done one work thing. I've done some more work things with you. So I got about two more hours of work and then I probably should do at least a singular chore, if not two chores on top of watching you. We need to shower you. I've told you that that's after your nap. Otherwise, I mean, (laughs) as I'm rattling all this, my afternoon's quickly filling up, but still I'm going to take some time for me. Just like I think you should take some time for you. And I think our listeners should consider Finding that moment, even if it's just five, ten minutes, to find that time for them. I know, I was thinking of there's podcasts, like I was thinking of just relaxing and playing games and, you know, just taking a chill. And on that note, I am going to agree with you and tell our listeners we are going to sign off and we're going to go chill. And we are hoping that on this magnificent Monday, you can find your chill, too. Why couldn't the bicycle stand up by itself? It was too tired. Bicycle! We were just kind of talking about, you know, just a bunch of random things. But I think the last thing I said, I wanted to kind of touch on today. And I think you might want to too. And that's the fact that, you know, we're doing this podcast to bring awareness to childhood cancer. But not just childhood cancer. Cancer, right? I mean, in your speech, what did you say? Do you remember? No, I can't remember Okay, right I'm now. sorry to put you on the spot. You said, we all know someone 
you know, that's had cancer. So let's talk about cancer. So how do you feel about that? I definitely agree. Because, I mean, people need to talk about it more. You know, we need to get more awareness. People need to be aware that everyone goes through cancer and that we need more treatment. We need more options. We need things to get for these people to survive so people don't miss their loved ones that died from cancer. They're alive. Well, you are absolutely correct. We definitely need to talk about cancer because, you know, like, I'll break this down like I did before with a couple different points that everybody knows somebody that has either had or even passed away from cancer. I mean, we have a list about a mile long of people we know that have passed away from cancer. And, I mean, I swear it seems every year, every couple months, more people that we love and care about keep getting added to that list. And it's, I'm actually, I don't know about you, but I am tired of seeing this happen and everyone pretend that cancer is not a problem or, well, we wear ribbons, but you know, that's about it for me. And I don't know about for you, Abby, but I, it's about, we need to just go ahead and say, Hey, you know, when I, my first experience with cancer was when I was 16 years old, I had an aunt who, you know, she was like my best friend. I'd go to her house. We'd do all kinds of things. She introduced me into a lot of who I am today. And she was absolutely amazing. And she was diagnosed first with ovarian and then it spread to breast and then it spread and, you know, she passed away. And this was in the 90s. So there weren't even as many treatment options as there are now for adult cancer. And I say adult cancer, Abby, why? Because childhood cancer has even less treatment options. Like, if I get diagnosed again with cancer, it'll probably be the last time I'll be there. And that's absolutely it. The biggest thing is, is like some of the chemos you got were from the 80s. Like, they're about the same age as me, which is kind of gross if you think about it. Like, I just literally went through a bunch of treatment with my daughter with treatments as old as me. And that's the best we can do. That's chemo. And then there's radiation where we literally, like we like to tease, we we poisoned you with the chemo and then we microwaved your brains, right, Abby? We definitely did. We microwaved them, we cooked them, we (laughs) just made a big stew out of it. And then after that, the next thing, it starts to get even harsher. We're into bone marrow transplants. And depending on the type of cancer, either it's analogous like you had where you rescue yourself, we're able to pull your stem cells out of your blood and you can rescue yourself. But some kids, especially leukemia kids, They cannot. They need to find a donor. And that's where you hear all the bone marrow transplants be the match. It's because their blood, they need somebody that can, you know, but basically they need a person to give them the right material for blood to continue to help their body out. And, you know, even that's a 50-50 shot. And then after that, I know with some of our friends, there's something called CAR-T therapy. I'm not very familiar on that, so I'm not going to speak too much on that other than if when it works, it's like a miracle, but I don't know how often or what stats are specifically to speak anything more than that. But after that, that's pretty much it from what I know. And even with you, Ab, you know, we know that we can try chemo or radiation if she relapses to try to see if we can get anything to go away. But like you said, what did you just say? What is your options? It's... Basically, just the end, you know. I just need to take it and just go away. I mean, we've, we, <laughs> well, hopefully, you don't. We don't want you to go away. And honestly, you know, I hate the fact that we've exhausted our options. And that's probably why we are as loud as we are about childhood cancer because it's not fair. 
she's almost out of options for this thing and she's only had to she's only fought it twice you know i know adults that have had different cancers multiple times and they have their miracles and i mean i'm not discounting any of it it's amazing but we need to do more for these kids why can't these kids have this shot and even still you know i'm going to reference your speech again you know it's childhood cancer is more than cute bald heads it is. It's, you know, that's the gimmick. That's what you see is these, oh my gosh, these little kids shouldn't look like this. But it's a reality. And it's not just that, oh, they're adorable and, you know, they don't have hair. They're actually very extremely sick. They don't have, you know, immunity to their body. They're usually undergoing very harsh treatments. They're, you know, every organ in their body has probably been affected in one way or another. I mean, does that sound familiar to you? It definitely does. So I think before we can even address where or how we make this better, we just need to address the fact that we know people, you know, I always say the number's five, but I think it's more than that now. You know, you've had several friends that have passed away from cancer and none of these people were over the age of, I think 17 was the oldest. That doesn't discount the adults that we do know that have passed from cancer too, because that is equally as tragic. The fact that anybody is passing from cancer and we're just shrugging it off and donating some money to whatever color that, you know, we feel is more important. Yellow, pink, purple, you know, it, it's all the same, though. What we really need to do, in my opinion, is we need to actually find the researchers that are actually researching the specific treatment options or things that we are specifically wanting. Like for us, we are wanting more treatment options or even gentler treatment options for childhood cancer patients. So we need to research where are they doing this? And I have a feeling that Wash U might be an option because Siteman Cancer Center does a lot. But this is one of my homework things that I want to do is find who do we send these checks to specifically that has the boots on the ground to do this? How do you feel about that part, Ab? I definitely agree. I will definitely help make more treatments if we give the money to the people that can make more treatments for us. We will try to get out more information on this as I do my homework and stuff. And, and if anybody out there actually has information about, do you know who is out there with boots on the ground that is accepting donations for, specifically for us, childhood cancer research? But even we'll take pancreatic cancer, we'll take breast cancer, we'll take... You know, all kinds, any kind of cancers. If you know of specifics, we will start trying to list that information on our podcast because I feel that's important. You know, yes, all of the awareness and all of these foundations are great and all of the fun things are great. But I also think we need to do something in the aspect of getting this work done. I totally agree. We need to get this like, you know, I love the donations and I love the um, like fun things that we yeah, get to do. Yeah, fun things and, you know, the groups of you know people and stuff but i also think we need to do more for the actual treatment more for the research more for all the other stuff well and i feel ultimately that all of us if we can figure out what it is who it is we specifically pay and we actually start seeing a little bit of change i think that all of us will ultimately feel more satisfied like this is actually making a difference this is actually you know helping someone so you know, that's just my two cents on that. Do you have anything else to add, my dear? No, I think you rounded it up perfectly. So talk about your loved ones that you know that have or have had cancer 
And let's talk about this like it's a real disease that people are suffering and dying from because they are. Hey all, the Psychotic Psychic here, either I'm right or I'm crazy, with your 13th card tarot reading for the week. That's where we take the 13th card from a tarot deck that's been unshuffled and tell you what your weekly outlook's going to be. Today we have drawn the Queen of Pentacles. And the Queen of Pentacles, or money, means fertility, possibly parenthood, creating prosperity and harmony, beauty, wealth, and home. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to have a baby soon or anything, although for some of you it might. What it means is you're growing things in your life and in your home. You're making things, you're getting things where you want them to go. So keep doing what you're doing because you are getting there. And I've drawn the 14th card just to see a little further into this reading. And we've got the Eight of Staves reversed. Eight of Staves reversed means waiting too long for communication. Perhaps it's time to take the initiative. So basically going with creating this wealth and as you're seeing your, you know, fertility, this wealth, any new things coming into your life, don't stop. Don't be like, oh, okay, I've done the work and I'm done now. Keep working, keep going to keep getting what you desire. And this has been the Psychotic Psychic with your 13th card tarot reading. We had an excellent show today. I think one of the big takeaways is that, you know, don't put so much weight on Monday. Take it as the restarter of your week. If it's not restarting your week, then at least it's kind of a way to get your bearings for the week. It's a fresh start for Breeze Brothers. For Breeze Brothers, fresh start, fresh start, I agree. Also, the C word, that that is the most important thing, cancer. Like you said in your speech, Abby, we need to talk about it. We need more research, we need more to go to it. We need to talk about it more. We need to, you know, make sure, make it okay to talk about it, not, not okay. I totally agree. I think a lot of people don't like to talk about it because of the hurt that goes with it because a lot of people have lost people to cancer. But if you take that hurt out of it, we're actually talking about the m memory of your loved one and how maybe we can save someone else's loved one from having this type of situation go on in their life. Thank you for listening to Abby Noel Brains. Have a great day!